only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Oh my goodness. Got, got intro music, you guys. Listen to that. How about it? Well, like that. Wow. Can we live up to the hype of music? I don't know. <laughs> oh my goodness. Welcome back to all, guys. DJ Gully, that's all here along with myself. And uh, we got to Yes, hold on. Let me put it. We got another. Oh, hold on. We got another fancy thing for you here. That's that. We can play that song next week. But uh, we want to start with an image that I saw yesterday and have yet to been able to rid it. Uh, oh, no, have yet to been able to uh, rid it from my uh, my conscience. Here it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, A-Rod, Aaron Rodgers showing up at Packers training camp to check in yesterday. And obviously, this wasn't a coincidence, right? <laughs> There's no way that happens on accident. He you did that. See it. He did that a hundred percent on purpose. The Con Air look, yeah. Page, Aaron Rodgers, your reaction, Mister Spence. Well, as much as I don't like Aaron Rodgers, I kind of <laughs> like that actually, right? I mean, he's dead on with the look. I don't, I don't know. Well, yeah, if it's a <laughs> Halloween costume, he nailed it, right? <laughs> yeah but it's just it's his ego that that bothers me like he's he's got to do something like that just to to get his and and it worked right i mean that that image that picture was splashed all over everything yesterday and i'll bet he was just eating it up like like candy right <laughs> i bet he was just like look at me i'm all over everything i was a little naive at first and just kind of thought Oh my gosh, this is where Aaron Rodgers has gone. And it it took me a little while. I'm like, where have I seen this before? And then all the memes started popping up and I was like, "Oh, okay. That's kind of brilliant, actually." You know, and, and like you said as much as you hate Aaron Rodgers, uh yeah, so but now he's got to put up, right? So now he's got he's showed up like this. Now he's got to put up and no nothing would be better as a Vikings fan to watch that ship go down. Right? <laughs> Right. Well, he had he had all the headlines last year because you remember last year at this time it was the whole what's his contract status and he he says he wants out of Green Bay and and is he going to what the Denver wasn't Denver the big talk there were a couple of teams that were being mentioned right and so I'm sure he his ego just loved that I mean he just again inflate ahead on Aaron Rodgers. And so this year he was like, well, I'm boring. There's nothing going on. Why would anybody talk about me? I've signed this long-term extension with the Packers. I know I'll do dress up. <sighs> what a douche nozzle. I'm sorry. I don't, I just don't, I hate the guy. I, I really think it looks like he'd fit in really good with the New York jets. <laughs> Man. Honestly. So he's, yeah, he's he's showing up at training camp like that. Would any Viking be able to pull off something like that where they would come strutting mm. in? 
Is there any Viking that could possibly? <sighs> well, would it be Justin Jefferson? I don't know. That was the only one that really comes to mind. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, we had what's his name? The uh, one of the new rookies, uh, uh, the uh, Caleb. Is that his name? His first name? He showed up with purple hair. He's a fun oh. Twitter follow, by the way, if you're a Twitter guy, um, because mm. he's really been interacting with fans and he'll get up and say, you know, good morning to everybody except the fans of the three other teams in our division. And he's super <laughs> yeah. excited, right? But he did just say that, you know, I'm going to probably tone down the social media interaction because we're heading into camp. It's time to get serious. But he did show up. He's like, if I get so many likes or shares, I'll dye my hair Viking purple. And he did it. So he's committed. Good for him. Wow. Um, but that's that's one thing. It's to to show up and looking like you're unshowered in a wife beater is entirely <laughs> different. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty proud. I think he was pretty proud of the uh, the physique that he was yeah. showing off in yeah. the team. Right? Yeah, I doesn't he have some sort of like super spiritual girlfriend now too? She's all into Ooh. the essential oils and all that stuff. I imagine he just reeked like patchouli as he was walking out. <laughs> Hadn't showered in two weeks. <laughs> using using the natural, natural deodorant. deodorant. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. doesn't work at all. <laughs> Probably some crystals involved yeah. as well. You yeah. couldn't burn enough incense to drown out a Rogers <laughs> thing right now. Yeah, he's yeah. got that weird earthy girlfriend, right? Her name's Blue, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. He got a, he got a blue tattoo, as a matter of fact. Is that just... Gully, that's not smart, right? You don't go get... <laughs> In a, especially a a Rod, she's had how many girlfriends in the past decade? You can't get tattoos of girlfriends' names, especially if you're Aaron Rodgers, can you? Well, you know, maybe you uh, switch the letters around or something with a, with a, a further tattoo sure. later on. Later, I don't know. Just add Barry later after you break <laughs> up. Just, I'm a big fan <laughs> of Barry. Blueberries are my favorite. <laughs> yep. You could do a blue antioxidants. Uh, <laughs> put Vita. So yeah. I was always a big fan of Vita Blue. Yeah. yeah. Vita Blue. Yeah. Uh, I'm endorsing blue Radisson Blue. Look like a word find. Yeah. <laughs> Radisson Blue, cover up the E. There you go. It's <laughs> genius if you think about uh, it. Right. Uh, blues Clues, he could do. Yeah, uh, yeah. he could do that. Uh, yeah. Like the box set of Blues Clues episodes or something like that. Blue Cheese. Always uh, like the Smurfs. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, I thought that was death, that you're never supposed to get uh your significant other's name tattooed on you has have you, any of you guys done that or i do not know name tattooed on my body i have no. no tattoos i only have as my doctor calls them barnacles barnacles <laughs> barnacles <laughs> you're like be fair, Aaron Rogers looks like he might have barnacles too oh, i don't sure. know yeah if he showered, he might rid himself of some of those uh, yes. articles. He can afford tattoo removal, though, that not many other people can when they make those yeah. mistakes. Yeah, yeah I suppose. Uh, anybody going to Vikings training camp uh, the next few weeks? It's so short now. What is is it like three days? What is it now? It used to be short. Yeah, yeah it used to be a good month here in Mankato. When we can all do the old guy. Hey, everybody was here in Mankato. I just had the back in my day conversation with our intern Ben because he Did was you? asking about it. Yeah. And I yeah. said, Man, back in my day, those guys just run amok in this town and they'd be everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, Randy Moss would ride by on a bike and jump onto our live broadcast, or he'd be smoking a cigarette playing pool with a couple in the corner of the Albatross while I was <laughs> yeah. playing country songs on a Tuesday night. 
John Randall would walk in and complain it was country and sit there for one drink and go to Boomtown. That's <laughs> back in my day stories I was telling Ben. I said, and then was it, that was Denny Green era. Oh, yeah. Mike Tice era. He was still a player's coach, but then after that, things got locked up pretty tight. Yeah. Yep. Who, is, who is the next guy? Who is the real strict guy? Uh, oh. Chili? Childress? Childress? Yeah. Childress. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He's the one who locked it down. He yeah. finally locked down. Well, when, I, when I worked at Mettler's, they, they would come down there quite frequently. I yeah. imagine. Oh, I imagine. sure. Very popular. Good tippers? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> girls, girls didn't cut you in on the uh, on the profits or all. <laughs> uh, it was it the albatross where that was the other really popular one back oh, in the day, right? Yeah. Or, they would roll in and out of there all the time. Yep. Or if you were Keith Millard, you'd literally roll right into the fast food joint. Was that a Hardee's or a Burger King? Uh, I think Hardee's. 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 Yeah. He passed out in the drive-through, right? Isn't that the story? Yeah. Yeah. And he was in a Corvette. Can you imagine? Like, I want to see that once again. I want to see Keith Millard. Stuffed yeah. into a Corvette. Yep. I was at the bar that night. I was there when yeah. when he got that got in that trouble. Wow. I was supposed to be that he summer drinking. Was... That's a lie because we yeah. were drinking with him and he was buying everybody Miller Lights. <laughs> yeah. Listen to this. Listen to the breaking news on the Ball Guys podcast here. Right? Spence was there. I was that year was supposed to be a camp counselor at the Keith Millard football camp being held at Hamlin University. For children. And I was still, uh, yeah, for children. I was still a camp counselor, but it ended up being the Cadre Ismail football camp uh. after that accident. Yeah. And then later on became the Rich Gannon football camp. I did that for a few years. It's oh, a good time. Wow. Can we get somebody without alcohol on his breath to teach the kids? Is that asking yeah. too much? <laughs> uh, what, uh, what fast food joint was it, Spence? Hardy's. Yeah, Hardee's. it was a Hardee's. 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 Okay. Yeah. He was probably after a monster burger. Yeah, monster late burger, at night. They had a good mushroom Swiss at the time. Who is yeah. the guy? We watched, we watched him get out of the car and run down the street to the dorm. <laughs> oh, boy. You were laughing the whole time. He, yeah. j- he left his car there and just. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's when Hardy's used to be up by campus there, wasn't it? Right on the corner of the yeah. building. Yeah. Yeah. What is now like the coffee place. Right? Yeah. Noodles Careful or something or... like oh, that okay. is, is about where it was at. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Well, as long as we're waxing nostalgic about training camp when it was still here in Mankato, and it still lasted more than three days, uh, who is and it was free? Guy, who is the guy who was the draft pick, and then he just disappeared? Remember that he showed up. Eras? No, was it something Erasmus? No. Erasmus James. James is that the guy? He showed up. He was a rookie. He was a high, fairly high draft pick, and he just he just ghosted the team. He just left. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he just got in his car and, and and drove away. Who was the guy who was trying to beat curfew and drive from, I believe, the Twin Cities back down to Mankato? And didn't he get clocked in St. Peter doing yeah. digits or something? Oh, like that? Uh, the wide receiver. Um, yeah. Oh, I can't oh. think of it. Oh. Uh, as well. Smith Carter? Um, no. I know. I can't think of it either. And as soon as uh, they say it, I'll be like, receiver. Yeah. Wait, am I wrong? He was going triple digits. Was he going over 100? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With the wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember. Well, I mean, they're known for speed, but not, <laughs> not, that kind of speed, right? not in your car. Uh, yeah. 
and just leave his name in the comments for us and we'll we'll think yes, of it. Yes. Um and for anyone who has driven from the cities to Mankato, you know St. Peter is the slowest you'll have to go the entire route, right? Yep, I mean, you gotta right. get, I believe there's one point where it's 30. It's 30 miles an hour. Yep. Uh most of it's 35 and it just yeah, that was not the place to be going 100. What's the uh miles an hour? Who's the uh, Marshall used to make that trip from Minneapolis to Mankato in 45 minutes? Oh, jeez. All back roads, apparently, too. Back road. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Look out. There's a cow in the road. Oh, yep. Good. Uh, I, I'm not going to training camp this year. Um, they're, they're charging now. And I always said that was going to happen. I always said once it leaves Mankato, it won't happen right away. They'll wait a few years. They'll, you know, it's like the thing where you where you cook the the bunny on the stove and the, the heat. No, is that it? No, I'm thinking of that movie. But where the the heat just gradually gradually keeps going up, so that the the lobster or whatever's in the water they say doesn't really feel the uh, because it's so gradual. That's kind of what Viking management did to fans. They they you know they moved training camp from Mankato to Egan. And it's real nice, right? TCL, beautiful place and nice facility. But, you know, you got to pay 10 bucks to park. And then I think just the night practice, there was a, a small charge for that, maybe $10 or something. But now all but four of the training camp practices, uh, there's a cost. You pay. There the And the four that you don't pay for, the four that are free, of course, are the crappy ones. The ones... <laughs> They're not in pads and there's no contact. So it's basically a walkthrough. Right. Boring. Um, anybody else offended by the fact that the, that the greedy Vikings are charging for this? I just, why, when does it end? I don't see how to, how are they scra just scraping by for money these days? I don't think so. No, but I mean, you know, this is no surprise. No, I mean, it's all about making money in the NFL and, uh, you know, um, when are ads going to be on the jerseys? Uh, probably any day now so but you're paying to watch them practice <laughs> oh i right. know think about I know. that yeah right diehard fans will do it and i'm not saying you know that we're not diehard fans but i think we, we've got better things to do with our money right you now and time and, and and our time for sure um yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they um if they have less fans show up because of that or not you're right there's a group of fans that are just so nuts for the purple that they'll they'll do it. They don't care. They'll they'll pay. But uh it just it's yeah, I, I just the greed, it's unbelievable. But I knew it was coming, so I can't be shocked. Yeah. But this is the year this is the year it really uh finally happens and and uh takes off. Uh anything else uh anybody has on the Vikings they want to throw out there at all? Or we can move on to the the twins once we're done with bikes, but oh my uh, goodness. We're not yeah. going uphill at all today, no. are we? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Twins uh, come out of the gate after the All-Star break with a couple of nice, decisive wins. Um, they score a lot of runs. The pitching's good. Starters, relievers, all look good. Of course, it's against the Detroit Tigers, one of the worst teams in MLB. Uh, so take it for what it's worth. Yeah, you got to beat those guys. I get it. And, and, and we did. And we took care of it. Um, but it, it, it's, I don't know. Now, now you play the good teams. Now you play Milwaukee and you get the Padres this weekend and things didn't go so well against uh, Milwaukee last night. 
And uh, Gully was another uh, bullpen implosion for the Twins. Yeah, it was. I mean, Tyler Duffy came in and, uh, you know, just uh, he just wasn't sharp and, you know, just ended up losing the game for the Twins in the bottom of the ninth. Yeah. I say one bright spot, though, is uh, Buxton sure came back with some pop. Uh, you know, it was kind of nice to see him uh, hitting the ball well. And, you know, so that's that's one bright spot. But, yeah, another bullpen implosion. And uh, I want to say I, I wish they would have just kept Duran in for that last in, half inning. I know a lot he, of pitches in the eighth. Is that what I heard, though? It was probably more than 20 pitches in the eighth, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought it was 30-some, but I'm not. Yeah, okay, well, then it's understandable why. Why didn't they flip-flop the two, though? I mean, why have yeah. Duffy close out the game? Jeez. point. Yeah, that's true, although that the game might have been out of reach by then anyway. <laughs> At least you get one more at bat. <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, true. Duffy's had his struggles, and he was walking guys like crazy. I don't uh, listen. I don't care if somebody... If somebody gets hits off you, whatever, and they do, they do off Duffy, that's for sure. But Jesus, don't don't just give them free passes. Don't just put no. them on, right? Throw hey, to these hey. guys. God, so, can they just make up an injury for him and send him yeah, down or give him a rest or something? Because I'm tired of seeing him out there. Good God. Uh, Rocco, after the game, I don't know if any of you guys uh, heard the playback on this, but he he kind of... He surprised me. Like he was honest about the bullpen. Where, where, and I just, I'm just spitballing on on what he said here. But um, he he to the effect that th- this bullpen's got to be better. If we, if we're a playoff team, if we're a legitimate playoff team, I think his he, the gist of what he said was we have to when we hand the game over to the bullpen, we have to want to do that. We have to feel like all right, <laughs> good luck against these guys, yeah. and it's anything but that and it's been anything but that all year really from the get-go and i don't know one or two pickups even if they do do that at the trade deadline i don't even know if that's enough right i feel like you have to be able to get more than and i don't know like i said and i've said it several times not a big baseball mind but you got to get farther than four innings with your starter once in a while you know and then then you don't have to rely on as many guys in a night If you put up six runs in a game, you should be able to win that damn game. Yes. Yep. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. And that's against, as as I mentioned, a good Brewers team. We had a chance to beat them. We really did. What's the odds that Maeda gets back in the the club here by the end of the summer here? I mean, it sounds like there there might be a chance that they can bring him in as a reliever, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. And, And that would be good. And that would be big. But that's okay. So yeah, you got Duran. Little question mark. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Maeda. You got uh Jax looks good every once in a while. Maybe mm-hmm. they pick up a couple of guys. I just I just think we're a long ways away from feeling confident about that bullpen. And and all these playoff teams have that bullpen where you feel like, okay, here you go. We're handing it off to the bullpen. This, you know, we've got a lead. This is as good as a win now. Good night. And uh we just yeah. <laughs> We we need that so bad. So you mentioned uh, Buxton was back and he looked good. Yeah, uh, he's been dealing with that wonky knee all year. Was was allowing him to go to the All Star game a bad idea because he ended up getting this uh, this plasma treatment, and he was going to have that done uh, the day after the uh, All Star break. Uh, the, the, their last game, he was going to get this platelet rich plasma injection. 
in his knee, but they ended up having to wait until he got back from the all-star game in LA to do that. And so he missed both games of the uh, Detroit series, which turns out we, I guess we didn't need him anyway, but was that kind of a, a, a mistake or, or do you got to go let the guy do the all-star thing? Well, as it turns out, you know, it didn't hurt us in Detroit and uh, you kind of got to let the guy play in the all-star game. I yeah. think. You yeah. Know? I agree. If you're given the chance, you know, you, you got to go. Boy, wouldn't it be nice if this uh, plasma injection really works? Yeah. And he gets the results that yeah. that they're looking for. That's something they do a lot to guys, uh, pitchers, if they're having elbow issues and they're looking at, at, at a Tommy John surgery. A lot of times they'll try this first to see if this helps. And it, it's interesting. I never heard of it being done in the knee before, but why not? Right. A joint's a joint, I guess. And uh, so, God, just just hopeful, hopeful that that gives them uh, the results they're looking for. Yeah, I think so too. I think I think he he deserved that, and uh, it's got to just be a huge boost to a guy's confidence, doesn't it? I mean, and and then he hits that mammoth home run, ends up being the game winner. <laughs> yeah, good for yeah, him. Is that a good confidence boost for him? Um, a great opportunity to go be a part of the All Star game. Mm-hmm. Comes back. Uh, hopefully he gets healthy. We're lucky we didn't need him against Detroit, and yeah. we'll see where it goes from here. So yeah. on that side of things, offensively, uh, you're doing doing pretty solid. But if you don't have pitchers to back all that up, right? Is it worth it? Right. Right. Yeah. But you do need more innings out of your starting pitcher than that. I mean, I I agree with that wholeheartedly. That's just that was not good to have to rely on your bullpen so early. And that's been the case all year. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'd be interested what the long what what's the longest outing for a twin starter so far this year. I'd be curious to see what that yeah. is. Is it? I don't know that have have any twins gotten beyond the seventh inning. That's what I'm wondering. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think anybody's seen the eighth. I don't. Think I don't so know if anybody's finished the seventh. That I I'd, I'd go so far to say that you might be right. Well, somebody's got that statistic. I guarantee you. Mm-hmm. All right, message that to us too. Um, Boy, Sano looked good, didn't he, in his return? Oh yeah, he looked just he looked just as good as before. The, the same as before the injury. God, I think he, he's he's now batting the same as I did when I played as a freshman in high school in '89. <laughs> batting 89. average, yeah. '89.089. Oh yeah. my God, you guys, he's had million dollars. Uh, <laughs> yep, he's had 53 at bats this season. He has. Five hits. Didn't he come on strong at the end of the year last year, though? Maybe he's a second half of the season guy now. Maybe we'll get some magic out of him here. Let's keep waiting. Let's send. Because we're going to have to put up 12 runs a game in order to win with our pitching staff. (laughs) Let's send prospects that are doing well down and limit ourselves on our bench options, which is really what we did. I get it. Celestino had tailed off a little bit from where he'd been. But here's a guy that can, can easily fill in in center field for guess who? Byron Buxton, Byron Buxton. He's a lot of time off. Yep. The guy's got speed. He he's gotten some clutch hits for it. He's probably got more than five hits so far this year. I'd venture <laughs> that's the case. I'm I'm really upset that uh, Celestino gets sent down to make room for Buxton. I get it. It's a financial decision. He's being paid a lot of money, but the results are the results. I don't I don't know. I get it. He's a streaky hitter. Um, anybody feel like he's gonna just get on a roll here and, and justify his existence. 
Boy, it sure doesn't seem like he's, he, you know, he's not catching up the pitches. I, I just, I don't know. It doesn't seem like he's got it uh, very much this year. There's no history to back that up. No, so, probably not. I mean, I'd like to see yet, like say, oh my God, yeah. yeah, I'd love to see him get hot, but history's not on his side. So my question is then, why can we all see that? Why can you guys who watch games more regularly than me sit here and say, this is what should have happened. And most people are probably going to agree with you on that. How is it that managers and owners aren't doing that? And I know you can say money, but as, as, as dollars go for the twins, they never spend money compared to some of other, the other ball teams in the league. Spend the money. Get the championship. Go from there. You've got the money. Oh, boy. And it's so rarely that the window is open for you. And offensively, it certainly is for the Twins. I'd put our offense up against just about anybody. The Yankees are the Yankees this year. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, Beyond that, uh, offensively, one through nine, our lineup stacks up pretty pretty comparable to just about anybody else. Mm -hmm. Maybe the Dodgers and the Yankees have have ups on us there. But the pitching is going to be our downfall. It it really is. And the, and like TJ, you're like even the even the casual fan can see this. Yeah, yeah. So can management step up and do something for once? Because I know I know the easy fallback is well nothing will happen because you no know, twins never do they never do anything. Well, you know what? We got Carlos Correa. Who'd have thought? Back, yeah, yeah. Back in spring training. True. We'd wake up to the news that Carlos Correa was a twin. And can't we just prove to him that, like, we're we're for real? We're in it for real? You think he's sitting on the bench going, God, you know, too bad. This is a cute little club, but I have no interest in staying with these guys. They're not in it. They're not, they're not legitimate contenders. In any other division, we're 11 or 12 games out. Yeah, you're exactly oh. right. I mean, I'm not trying to be negative, but you're, you're exactly right, Spence. We're, we're just in the, in the, by far the crappiest division in baseball. So here's something I saw on the onlines today. Proposed deal, acquire right-handed pitcher David Robertson and right-handed pitcher Scott Efros from the Cubs for um, Twins number seven prospect Spencer Steer, who plays second and third base. Uh, they'd have to give up a bunch of stuff. All outfielder Matt Walner, number eight. Right-handed pitcher Cole Sands, number 14. And right-handed pitcher... Blaine Enlow. So that's giving up a lot for two guys, but yeah, that's the that's the what if scenario. Of course, there's about a billion of those. Oh my gosh, so many. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's like watching NFL draft predictions. It's like yeah, yeah exactly. You can play that game, but it just you have no idea. You have no idea because one one change along along the way messes everything else up. You know, on down the line. Um, I. I would be for the Twins uh, trading some prospects to get some pitching if if it was quality. Um, are are you guys because there, there's this other faction of people who say you know what the Yankees are so good, uh, the Rays are so good. What's the point? Don't don't mortgage the future because we're not going anywhere this year. We're in a crappy division. We're going to win. You know how many times have we seen this? How many years in a row now have we <laughs> been bounced out of the playoffs? How many more? Win- how many more wins do we have, though, if our pitching is good at this point in the season right now? So if we had, because like you said, our offense, put your offense up against just about anybody. Mm-hmm. But if our, if our relievers are there doing their job, 
then we have a way better record. And maybe we aren't 11 games behind in other divisions at this point. We are 11 more games ahead of everyone else in our division. And now is the time. So I wouldn't be opposed to, uh, to, to going for it right now if those pitchers are out there. I don't know what's available yeah. to choose from. Yeah. You're just right, I think. Yeah, I think they'd have eight or ten more wins. Easily. On some of these games that they've just blown. And yeah, last night's one-run games. Three yeah. or four on Duffy alone. Yeah. And Pagan. How many is Pagan choking? Yeah, for? Pagan. Oh, yeah. my God. Another four. You know? Uh, Emilio Pagan, who's not <laughs> when we got him. It's not like, oh my God, here's this guy. He's going to be your bona fide closer. He just he got that. He got that by default. There was nobody else. Yeah, ah, it's frustrating. Um, yeah, I'd go in. I would. Um, yeah. you have you have a a hell of a lineup. Your offense is not the issue. It would be fun to see what you could do. With at least one more starter and at least a couple of more guys in the bullpen, I think we need a backup catcher, too. I mean, we're so thin there. And Jeffers, even when he's healthy, has not been the answer at catcher. Right. Somebody needs to back up Gary Sanchez. So um, I I would look at a, a backup catcher, too. That doesn't have to be. That doesn't have to be anybody spectacular, but just somebody solid back there. But the pitching, I, I would definitely, I, I would, I, I would trade away some future because what's the future? I mean, what, honestly, how many times do we, I mean, look at, look at Miguel Sano. How many years did we w- wait for Miguel Sano to come up and be the answer for the Minnesota Twins? Right. Batting yep. in 89. Or Royce Lewis, for that matter, who's, you know, got all that potential and keeps getting yeah. hurt. Yeah. Yeah, we kept we kept told you know being told just wait you know Snow and Buxton they're they're the yeah. future and well luckily one of them's panned out <laughs> the uh, the Snow thing I don't pile on too much but yeah I do yeah no I do uh, <laughs> Carlos Correa quoted in the in the paper today about Miguel Snow saying he's one of the funniest guys in this clubhouse if not the funniest he brings a lot of good energy good vibes and a lot of laughter. Is he talking about like when Miguel's at the plate and <laughs> <laughs> uh, if his play is a joke, it's one thing. If he's yes. telling jokes, it's another. Right. Uh, if we can earn runs for best joke of the day, then we'll take that extra run. <laughs> We'd have gone he, to extra innings. He whiffs at all those, you know, low and away pitches, and we just laugh and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Get oh, another $17 beer and sit oh, down and enjoy. My goodness, just what a riot. What a riot that guy is. Uh, <laughs> you know, I I, I got to give, I don't know what you guys think of David Ortiz, but I, I give him credit for not destroying the twins in his Hall of Fame speech. He could have really lit up the club, right? right. They gave yeah. up on that dude. Yeah. They were telling him to, you know, go the other way and just you know swing for contact and don't don't try to hit the ball out of the yard all the time and and it's that David Ortiz right yeah I mean, how right. do you say that? that's like telling Hank Aaron to try to just move runners over or something I've um, always really liked him regardless of the fact that he did play for us and then went to Boston but you know I, I've got all my agendas too because my in laws live out there and they're big Boston fans and so I never hear the end of it on that end of the deal and yeah but always a big fan of keenan thompson's impression of big poppy on <laughs> yeah. saturday night live yeah. and, so i mean good. such a good character what a great guy <laughs> yeah and and he gave credit to the twins he named coaches he named 
uh, players. He talked about Kirby Puckett. He said that's why he always wore 34, but the Red Sox is in honor of his good, good friend, Kirby Puckett, who gave him a lot of support and a lot of instruction when he first came up. And uh, I, I didn't put that together. I had no idea about the whole 34 thing and, and, and Puckett, but he was very gracious, I thought, in his Hall of Fame speech with the Twins. Yeah. Uh, Oliva and uh, uh, Cotton make it to the, uh, to the Hall of Fame, too. That was mm-hmm. good to see, right? Yeah. yeah. About time. Yep. Yeah. Deserved, finally. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. fun to see all those uh, Twins ties. Has anybody ever been out to uh, Cooperstown to see the HOF? I have not. God, I'd love to. Yeah. 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 I, you know what holds me back is it's like in the middle of nowhere. Isn't yeah. It? It's like, like out <laughs> in the middle of New It's in New York State, right? Yeah. But I don't yeah, think I, it's by anything. So it's yeah. not like, I mean, if you go to Cleveland, right, to go to a game or whatever, you go to the, you go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? Because it's, it's there. It's right. It's downtown. You just, it's easy. You have a reason to go to it. You know, what are you going to do to get to the uh, Baseball Hall of Fame? I mean, you've got, that's your destination. It's your destination, yeah. yeah. There yeah. might be a Dairy Queen there or something. There's <laughs> probably a drive through Dairy Queen. Yeah. And one bar and a post office. <laughs> that makes it a town. Is Keith Millard sitting at the drive through <laughs> Good question. Yeah. yeah. The only more obscure Hall of Fame might be the Hockey Hall of Fame, right? You got to go to yeah. like Eveleth to yeah. go to that one. Yeah. Jeez. You know, right. You Ooh. can at least fly into to New York and yeah. it's yeah. quite a jaunt to get to Eveleth. From... Sled dog to get to Eveleth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have to enter the John Bear Grease Marathon. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going there, you are uh, going there specifically for that reason. Flying know? in on a plane that has skis. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Before we end. Oh, wait, I got one more thing before we end. Oh, yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, what do you got? Corin Robinson. Corin Robinson. Yeah, some yeah. miles per hour through St. Peter to Vikings training oh, camp. Oh, you remembered. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It took okay. a little while, but while you guys were talking about baseball, I was thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't who Google had, Who had the no. wisdomator so he could... Uh, so Ontario he could Smith. Smith. Ontario yep. Smith, yeah, <laughs> running back, back, something like that. Do you, do you know yeah. the Wizenator used to be in a shadow box on the wall at Buster's a long, long time ago? The actual yes. Wizenator. Who has custody of the of the original Wizenator now? Got it. Got to still be Matt Little, I would imagine. I would. Yeah, I will, we'll, check in, we'll check in with Matt. We'll get a few edibles. <laughs> yeah, probably worth a dollar fifty today. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Back at it. Somebody had to touch it to put it into the shadow box, by the way. Yeah. I hope it's been cleaned. (laughs) All of that probably decreases the value of it. Wouldn't you want to stain on it if you were going to have it? Everything that's been in it has been clean, so to speak. So, game used. (laughs) That's your ball, guys.